Is lose weight and exercise synonymous with each other, or is exercise a complete difference? Nope, exercise, number three. I would say, according to Peloton, they're different. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance, and I'm Hope with Jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of TheVentureOut.com. Wise words as ever from our our esteemed colleague, Mr. Yeah, love Bowman. it, love it. <laughs> yeah, gets you deep. Gets, it sets the tone for the show, I think. When you exactly uh, deep, profound thoughts, <laughs> profound, profound. Yep. All right, everybody, welcome to the Junto Show. We're super happy to have you here in our wait in your ears. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, how's uh, how's my boys doing? Anybody got anything they want to report out to the audience here? How, how y'all doing your Christmas shopping? Y'all done? I'm so far behind on it. It's, I haven't uh, a single thing. <laughs> I, I, I started in earnest like maybe over the weekend. Like so, so people have been commenting, and I, it really hit me that they're because Thanksgiving fell so late in the month that it compressed the shopping season. It did this and year. Then, you robbed a few days. Yeah, and then also I had to get myself so much stuff with these Black Friday deals I that I had no time for my loser family. <laughs> like, like, what is that? I spent so much on myself. <laughs> yeah, there's barely any left over. Yeah, in the excess. So, uh, so good luck with that when you guys get these. Uh, Hey Bo, do, do we exchange gifts or forget? No, right? No, okay. I think just, uh, just checking. Yeah, yeah. No, I was my my cousins. Uh, they exploded with children, <laughs> and so did my sister. So there's like eleven nieces and nephews and all these people. So I'm like, yeah. Are you no getting gifts. Kids? You're getting presents for eleven kids? No, oh, I would. I would, I, I would try to gum. get. I would try to get everybody like a little gift, you know. Yeah, but I guess starts getting. You get over ten, you know. Like, I got some Finn comic comic books. You want some? Okay, <laughs> just pass them. There'll be a uh, was it uh, crayon? <laughs> was, was it coloring books? Actually, go. I might take one for my for my niece. Uh, do you get your? Do, wait, do your nephews listen to the show? No. You getting them something? Yeah. What? Well, my sister. How old are they? Uh, that's a great question. But uh, <laughs> let's guess roughly uh, twelve and fourteen. Yeah, just for the audience to yeah. know they're not babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 12 and 14 years old. So the older boy is getting a pair of uh, AirPods. Oh, wow. That's an expensive... From you? No, no, no. no oh, not from me. <laughs> I was like, no, that's, no, no, that's no. an expensive present. No, no, no. Like, so my, my family was sending out their Christmas list, and a bunch of my cousins put AirPods on there. I was like, whoa, we could ask for AirPods? It's <laughs> <laughs> $100. No, so his parents are getting him AirPods. I'm getting him accessories to go along with the AirPods. Oh, like the string? <laughs> like a... <laughs> <laughs> Like a carrying case, uh, okay. some stickers to like make it stand out a little bit differently. I saw that uh, they had like um like um superhero like cases that look like superhero faces or something like that. They, they have some cool. That would have been cooler than <laughs> what I got them. <laughs> I see this is a done deal because you're good at planning. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So my I have a like a 14 year old nephew, like a 10 or 12 year old niece. I'm like, mm, I feel like it's time for me to get them something. Like, I, mean, I remember being that age and, that, and wanting my aunties and uncles. Yeah. To get me stuff, it, it doesn't take much, like ten, twenty bucks worth or something, just something. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out though. They're they're low on the list. <laughs> they're, they're cool, I think, if I took them to the mall or or the Amazon on my iPad or whatever, and got them something while I was there yeah. to get them what they wanted, as opposed to me getting them whatever I I guess they want. Like a uh, what do they call it? my my niece? Like sequins? You ever see these? She's got a fanny pack that when you. When you swoosh the sequence oh, yeah, one yeah. way, it yeah. says one thing, and then when you swoosh the sequence the other way, it says something different. Yeah, I was yeah. big into that. Yeah. All right. Okay. My, uh, Bedazzler. my niece was into <laughs> slime, making her own slime. Yeah, that was a big thing like two yeah. years ago. And so the yeah, now it's, and then she got into squishies, which is like the foam. 
Okay. That's so, good to know. My niece is probably on the same trajectory. Yeah. So, and so I remember being like, maybe it'd be, I was like, how can we turn this into something sciencey? You know, chemistry, you know, yeah. something like that. I mean, she's smart, but I don't know about all that. All right. So uh, it is, uh, what is today? Today is Monday, December 16th, 2016. And we are the Junto Show. And the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show is not quite that stuffy, but here and there, we stumble upon something profound Profound. between the geeky jokes. Profound. All right. So I guess with all that said there, guys, let's go ahead and get things started off with our uh, first segment, Hot Take News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. All right. So, well, actually, before Hot Take News, but in the Hot Take News, whatever, it's, it's not important. But I have an update from last uh, episode where my rant, the message, was that the uh, the messaging on the phones when you send a video, it, it's all grainy and whatnot. When it's Android, the... It's like a PSA. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. trash. So, uh, update on that. The Android phones are getting the updated messaging capabilities called RCS messaging. It's a rich communication services. So, yeah, this is like a PSA because there's nothing I can do or help you. But um, look out for it. The rollout should be fairly automatic across all carriers if you have the latest messaging software and latest like phone software. It'll be like, I think it said it's something, you, if it doesn't come automatically to your phone, then um, you have to like go into your settings and, and activate RCS, which is basically like iMessage or WhatsApp mm. for like your native texting app on Android becomes the yeah. better version of texting. So okay. uh, just keep us number. Just don't become friends with Android people. <laughs> You know, just what? keep it all in the Wait Apple ecosystem. Or, or, too many of them out there. I tell you, um, I'm one. I play <laughs> with you. Tell you, Bo. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I went. I was iPhone guy when they first came out. Then went Android for the very first Galaxy phone, and it was trash. And now I think, and then Android and Apple was the best, better phone for like the if, the next eight years. I think right now, the Android phones might be better. Mm. The Pixels. Uh, like the best Android phone, yeah. I think is. Definitely as good as, maybe better than Get out of here. the iPhone. They can the thing that the Android phones can do. I think one that the camera, well, the the new camera is better than the old iPhone camera for sure. So I don't know about the new iPhone camera. I hear they're great, but the uh, Android phones can do picture in picture for like all all apps, and which I really want to do. <laughs> that, I've wanted that for forever. Like I can watch picture YouTube. picture is still thing. Wait, picture. What do you mean picture in picture? So like if you have a YouTube video and then you can like. Um, uh, go from the YouTube app and still have the video playing in like a, a, on a quarter of your screen. Oh, you don't have that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. This, this MFR has an uh, Android over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's all uh, banged up. Your screen's all cracked. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know. Because you got so like frustrated with it. <laughs> yeah, your, your build quality was better. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't have this problem. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's that. Uh, oh, but actually, it turns out that Apple is one of the holdouts on why the RCS messaging uh, format hasn't rolled out to all phones because they want people to use iMessage. So they're kind of being dick jerks about nah, it. Nah, they're probably just more worried about our privacy. <laughs> that's, that's it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's uh, get into our uh, first story in the Hot Take News. There is a genetic dating site that's being, I don't know if it actually exists or if it's being proposed, but it's uh, what it does is it takes your DNA, it's got a big collection of possible dating people men and women and days and then it's got their dna you send your dna off to these people and then it matches you with people who your uh your dna <laughs> is compatible in such a way to where if you were to have I offspring feel like, i feel like this is just a racist website uh it's it's <laughs> definitely eugenics 
and so but what it is is their stated goal is for you to match with somebody who with offspring that will be healthy and not necessarily uh six foot blonde hair blue eyes they're saying it's going to be a healthy offspring so like you will not have babies with certain genetic ailments but their thing is it's a dna based genetic dating website Mm. and uh is this a good thing or so it's also a guaranteed way not to date a relative I would hope they're screening <laughs> for that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd probably be something where that's good. Um, good for like Iceland or these, some of these countries where, or small or population, the state of Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, third cousins a lot further away from me than you think, buddy. <laughs> I have like two hundred thousand third cousins. See, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a joke, but it's not. Like, you can't it, date any of them, Bo. Yeah. No, third cousin's fine. Rudy Giuliani married his third cousin. He's never done anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. A paragon of virtue. <laughs> I will say, um, so I, I'm I'm trying to find the sci-fi film, but there is a sci-fi uh, TV show that came out of, I think it's from French, it's a French TV show Maybe. that was on Netflix uh, maybe like two years ago. Exactly. That's what it sounds like. And it was, it would use your genetics to find your soulmate. Oh, interesting. Mm. You know. Is your soul in your DNA, I wonder? That's a, that's a philosophical question. I don't think so. So, you know, uh, a little known Lance fact, um, I, I thought this was a good idea. I've voiced it sometimes, and people have told me it's kind of a weird thing to think about. But I had an, a similar idea to this website um, for people who had like HIV or AIDS or whatever. Mm. I was like, okay, well, yeah, match with other people with HIV and AIDS, right. and, and you that know way, you're, yeah, you're okay. Yeah, only new, no new people get it, and mm-hmm. then you find love, and everybody's fine. And that, that website exists. Somebody else made it. And I think it's a good idea. It's an idea I had when I was a teenager. There All right, go. so. uh is that website creepy? What do we think about that? Uh, the show is called Osmosis. Ah, yes. Osmosis. Yep. And see. so I want to read the, the summary. Okay, Thomas Melville is a creator of Osmosis, an internet dating site that uses an algorithm to guarantee that clients find their soulmates. Oh, it's an algorithm, not genetics. His shining example is a brother, Paul, who's been with his match, Elster, for four years. But Paul's having doubts. What if the matching is all phony? So it's just a regular internet. Ah, I thought it had genetics. Never mind. Now <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Like yeah. if you're using your DNA and souls, like that's a whole that's a sci-fi yeah. element to it. That would be yeah. cool. So uh, yeah. I mean, Netflix is buying any old crap. Let's write that book. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... let's just actually. I'll send them this clip to Netflix. And they'll send us a check. <laughs> <laughs> that would be our pitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know. So look out for that. Also, that website was like sponsored by Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> so look for that. All right. Uh, next topic. Immigration and border agents may be scooping up cell phone information from thousands of innocent U.S. citizens in their effort to track a few people who've crossed the border illegally using invasive surveillance tools that were initially developed to protect military operations. Have you heard of the stingray? Nope. Like so the animal? <laughs> it's a it's a um, it's imagine a box like maybe like a, one of the black boxes from an airplane, like a uh, imagine a small safe. And what it does is it spoofs a cell phone tower. Um, so like you think you are connected to a cell phone tower, but you're connected to the FBI. And you can still make calls or whatever, but the FBI is getting all your mm-hmm. your phone data and whatnot. And so they're stationing these things by the border trying to find illegal al- immigrants or illegal aliens or whatever, um, excuse me, undocumented people, and scooping up the data of all of the residents in the area too. So it's uh, the American Civil Liberties Union has filed suit against the U.S. Cust- immigration and Customs Enforcement because it's a huge violation of privacy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going overboard. So do you think that um, the crime of crossing the border illegally warrants this level of um, privacy invasion on possibly of un- regular United States citizens? No, of course not. Yeah. Ridiculous. I think that the idea of a nation state is maybe a uh, an old idea 
and that it's time for something new. Hey, yeah, open borders, liberal over here, Bo. Uh, My man. I don't know about <laughs> yeah, so open borders. I don't know if it's like completely open borders, but uh, the idea of a you know a nations is kind of arbitrary. You know, if you think about it. So. Oh, you're getting quite meta on us here, Bo. You know what I don't get though? Like, how do you know it's an illegal immigrant, right? Say, who's to, so I, I'm allowed to go into Canada whenever I want to. They assume I'm going to come back to America. So, like, the, the thing that always bugged me logistically is when. But then you go to Canada the right way. You can't just cross over any. You can. You know, board. I think you got to go through a proper checkpoint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, like, yeah. if I. I don't get how at the. Because I've been to the, the San Diego, Mexico border. Mm-hmm. You can just, like, walk through. I went and parted in Tijuana one time when mm-hmm. my sister lived there. And, like, you just walk through, we show your ID. So I'm like, okay, so. When you are a Mexican person, like when you walk across the border, they're like, hey, you make sure you go back to Mexico sometime. Because, like, you can cross across. But but I guess some people, they look at you and say, hey, you look like you're going to try to stay. So, you, no, buddy, you're, you can't come over. Like, how, like the on-the-ground actual physical process of determining who can and can't come across the border. Because it's like, some people can. Oh, I think there's a time limit, too. Yeah, but they don't know if you're going to, like, you don't have a plane ticket when you walk across the border. Yeah, you know, I, I I hear you. So it's a little bit of an honor system of, of when we go over to Canada, you know, it only it, we should only be staying there for no more than like where I think it is three days. Yeah, but I'm saying so. Like the, at the United yeah. States border from, in yeah. Mexico, they're saying some people can't come across because I can only I guess that they assume you're not going to go back. But how do they look at you and make that choice? You know? Maybe but there's supposedly training. I mean, we have a good friend who works, uh, who does this exact kind of work. Really? Okay, mm-hmm. so tell me offline. Yeah. yeah, so they work at the embassy, oh. and they check for um, people who want to come to the United States. And he does the interviews, and he talks to you and says, "Hey, so why do you want to come to the United States?" Not, and not, depending I'm te- on I'm your te- answer, not even that. I'm telling you, when I went, when I was I yeah. went to San Diego, I just walked across the border. They asked for my ID, and then I went to like Mexico. I assumed I'm going to come back. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. It's just there's supposed to be some training behind it, and there's supposed to be some sort of scrutiny behind it, and the government reserves the right to say, "Nope, not you," at any time. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like that that uh that discretion there bugs yeah. me. So yeah, so the, as usual, they claim that the surveillance they're using is for yeah. the benefit of uh, catching these criminals. Yeah. But as always, yeah. regular people are getting caught Would up. Would you in. rather it be automated? No, it's with artificial intelligence. No, no, that's the next story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of the automation yeah. or whatever, the uh, Department of Homeland Security was trying it. So uh, actually, when I was checking up on the story. As of the last week or so, this effort has been uh, curtailed, but it's still worthwhile to know what they're attempting to do. So the Department of Homeland Security was trying to expand facial recognition at the border to include United States citizens. So as it stands right now, if you wanted to, at at an airport, if you fly in from a different country, you have to get your face scanned and get your photo taken, and it goes through the facial recognition software for for immigrants, not immigrants, for visa holders from other countries coming to America. And that's been so like they said, okay, so we're going to implement this and it's only for foreign nationals. And then they were like, okay, now it's for Americans, which I'm sure on episode five or something like that, I was like, it's going to be used on Americans for sure. And so they were trying to roll it out for everybody who was going uh, international travel. But then, you know, the ACLU again, shout out to them. They pushed back and now they're saying they're not going to do it. So again, it's uh, the reason why now the reason why they pushed back, why they stopped doing it. Yeah, because because people found out about it and complained. And they complain because so, so these are people coming back into the states, this, uh, getting their picture taken uh, and, scanned? and and scanned for facial recognition. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering is 
if you were to take the idea of the photo ID, right, can there be an argument that, you know, the facial recognition is just kind of an advanced version of a photo ID? Like uh, if I'm yeah. going into the I'm going into the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to go anywhere, I usually have my my state issued driver's license or or some issued mm-hmm. you know, government, government issued ID. Yeah, government issued ID. If I don't have to carry that anymore, is that a the future that we're all dreaming of? You know, the encumbrance of not carrying right I think the 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 negative results of them having a facial rec- minority report style facial recognition system outweighs the hassle of having to carry your ID around. <laughs> right. I, I guess I'm just wondering maybe maybe the future is more like, you know, before there was government issued ID and then people started issuing it, they were there were a lot of probably, you know, cries about it. And now that we have it, it's just like, you know, so so and maybe the evolution of the next government issued ID is just Yeah. Facial recognition. I think that's, I mean, they're clearly trying to go that way, and I think that is a dystopian hellscape so, that I'm trying to warn the so, listeners from. And if I can't convince edu- you two. Yeah, I was say, educate us again. Why is it a bad idea? <sighs> Have you listened to me <laughs> ever? It's, it's, I think you guys represent the average person, so it's like, it's good that mm. I haven't gotten through to you. Or it's good that I know that I haven't gotten through to you on this yet, <laughs> even though it's all I talk about. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. Okay, so I think it's good to be skeptical of it. I'm just trying to think like, so what am I being skeptical of? <laughs> exactly. Minority Report. Like it's them. You want to make it a little bit more difficult for them to be able to track every any and everybody your whereabouts, or whatever, because they say it's for only catching the the terrorists. But then sooner or later, it's going to be used to catch, you know, people with weed or people who are speeding or people who they don't like the way that you talk about the government. If you want to look to the way that China is using this exact same technology against their Muslim population and the things they're doing to them, the exact same technology, then you can kind of get a feel for the possibility of where things can going. So the what for the most part, what I'm trying to do is protect against the abuse of the power, which always happens. Key example, uh, was it uh, Herbert, Herbert Hoover, Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover wiretapped Martin Luther King's uh, phones because Martin Luther King was an activist trying to fight for civil rights, being very disruptive. People think of him as this freedom fighter or like this peaceful fighter or whatever, but he was known as the most dangerous man in America at mm-hmm, his time. Mm-hmm. So the FBI used surveillance to try to blackmail him into killing himself to take him off the table as a civil rights uh, activist because of his views on, on black people. And that will be that same technology and, and, and um, uh, tactics have been used against various people throughout the years will be in the future. And if we beef them up, make them stronger, it only will have same and worse results. Yeah. Bo, you got that Bo? I still don't understand why they can't get our pictures <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this, is it, was that good? <laughs> I think it was pretty good, but you can probably, you know, liken it to like, if you if you have alternate views of uh, the direction of the country, right? Yeah. And then you want to assemble with other like-minded people, and then they know where all these like-minded people are, maybe they can yeah, but, put but, you in a pen. But here's the thing. Like, know. if somebody wanted to track my coming and goings in terms of just traveling, for instance. Well, they already got that. Exactly. It's already there. All the airline system tracks where I'm going. I upload everything freely into my TripIt app, so I know exactly where I am. 
And then if I'm traveling internationally, you got to scan your passport every single time you enter and exit a uh, entry point. So they got that too. So if the idea is I also need to get my face scanned, which sometimes I do take my picture at the passport line, you know, so it's like, have at it. You know, like, I guess I'm, they might as well have all this information. They already have it. So if you want to scan me against some sort of database to make sure I am really who I am. I failed. I failed yeah. in my in my efforts. <laughs> <laughs> what a letdown. <laughs> well, I, don't worry. There's always next week to try again. Yeah, yeah no, that does well, it. I'll I bring the same one, story. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our uh, future dystopian hellscape. <laughs> there are robot overlords? Yeah. For the all, record. All hell Skynet. <laughs> for the record, I, too. Embrace Skynet's uh, cold, cold ICM touch. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of, so okay, so last story in the uh, in the hot take news. Speaking of embracing Skynet's IC IC touch, the uh, the U.S. Army found that the society is unduly biased against robot, human, android death machines, and so they did a study saying that they're basically trying to. I wonder. I wonder why <laughs> they're saying that. Uh, so basically, the army is definitely going to start putting out android people like uh, augmented hearing, augmented um, sight, like Terminator eyes, and uh, well, they already have some of that already. Yeah, they do, and, yeah. and exoskeletons to make you stronger and faster. That that technology is basically ready to start rolling out. But they've done studies that show that since their average American, when they think of androids, they think of Terminator and uh, whatever the hell, like robots, robot uh, in the Matrix, robot overlords. So the army's like, hey, we're about to start putting out these android people, <laughs> and we're worried that the society might turn on us because they've got this bad impression of what android people are like. So uh, we're going to start making an effort to, like, I don't know, have robots run out on football games <laughs> or something. Uh, well, all you got to do is <laughs> have patriotism. some, like, you know, adult-themed uh, robots, and then it changes yeah. mind instantly. Yeah, adult-themed robots. That's Take the away key. The, yeah, that's that theme. What do you, what is, how much work is themed doing in that phrase, adult-themed robots? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, uh, you know. But, okay, so, like... I'll wait for the, uh, probably the average Joe to... I legit think there's going to be, like, some type of um, Android football game that happens or something, because they're going to try to use propaganda to make us embrace the coming uh, super soldiers <laughs> or something. There's going to be movies mm-hmm. or something that will be, like, army endorsed for the thing, so be kind of cool at first, and then that'll get you. <laughs> I wonder how many years away we are from uh, deploying robots into the military. 2050 is what the the study said is kind of when it was going to be like hardcore. Really? Well, so, wait, wait, well, when you say deploying robots, what do you mean? Like You mean like Terminator-style robots? Uh, so I, I don't know exactly what's what, but they were saying that... Because had, they had robots in World War II, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean they have those uh, tank tread robots that do the bombs and whatnot now. Yeah. And uh, I've seen um, people wearing exoskeletons that let them lift like double their weight and stuff now too. Mm. So I mean, it's out there. And I've seen contact lenses that kind of do a little bit of stuff. Hearing aid is an android, so like depending on what you want to count it. Yeah, I'm talking about full on like a human looking robot in the in the uh, war arena, war theater. I'm gonna say yeah, never carrying. A nah, gun. nah, it'll be sooner than you think. It'll be in our lifetime. So I, I yeah, watched those I Boston so. Dynamics I think videos. Ten years. Ten years. That, that they've got those dogs. Those dogs are probably in Afghanistan right now, mm-hmm. and that's terrifying. Well, there was there was one thing that uh, the government did show, and it was a a swarm of micro drones. Oh yeah, that yeah. they dropped from like a F-14 or something like that. And I don't know how big they are. Maybe about as big as your keys or something like that. And they would, and what they did was they did a test where they had the swarm and they kind of tracked it like a cloud. You know. Yeah, I think I saw that in the recent uh, Gerard Butler movie too. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, so, have you seen these uh, drones that like um? Gerard that, Butler is our savior. <laughs> Good lord. Have you, have you seen those those drone those videos of like them doing um formations and like yeah. pictures and drawing stuff in the sky or whatever? Yeah. Oh, I was in a museum uh, with those things. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Really nice. And that's what they're showing the public. So, th- so my thing yeah. among many other things I have is that if they're showing us those drones of that level in public, what the military's got is a uh, ten years ahead of that. <laughs> All right, and on that note, uh, Hail Skynet, that's the Hot Take News. For all of us here at News Center 4, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. We'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back, everybody. And the segment we're talking about now is the Captain's Ready Room. Science Officer Lance reporting. First Officer Bo on deck. Thank you, guys. And as you all know, the captain's ready room is the preferred place where the captain can hold private discussions and or receive classified communiques. So, folks, today, mm-hmm. as we're wrapping up, getting close to wrapping up this year, 2019. Good year. It's the right time to look ahead to 2020. It's the, uh, the end of a decade. End of a decade. <sighs> yeah, think about that. Holy cow. On to the next one, eh? Mm-hmm. All right. So, have you all given any thought to... What to look forward to next year? What are we going to do next year in terms of like, you know, resolutions? What do we want to improve about ourselves next year? What is that thing that that you think we should be tackling next year? Any thoughts? All right. So I'm going to uh, be better at time management and I'm also going to um, volunteer in the community more, which is um, easy for a uh an even year because I always do election stuff, but I'm going to mm. I'm going to also like volunteer for uh, some type of you know homeless people or something like along those lines too. So right. I'm not going to take the easy way out and count my election work as as volunteering. I'm going to nice. So, so so what does better time management look like? Like how how would you know when you've achieved it so that you can say you know what I'm happy about whatever my improved time management skills. What does that look like? Mm, I don't think I'm going to tackle metrics or anything like that. No, no, just but, like that feeling. How how you know. I think a feeling is probably the thing. Uh, like, it's so bad now that <laughs> it uh, it will be clear. <laughs> like a little bit will go a long way with my improvement on time management. I think so. Yeah. So I think it's not won't even be that. Uh, it might be difficult to do because I think a lot of it is ingrained um, behaviors I do. But I found myself watching TV less as of late, so I'm going to kind of you know lean into that some. Oh, Hunter show disapproves. <laughs> uh, so, it's not like I ever watched that much bad TV, so I so cutting out like excess shows isn't the thing to do so much as I, I just find myself uh, listening to my audio now, and I think I can do more around the house while I'm listening to audio versus like watching a TV show. So, all right, so those are my two things: time management right. and um, and volunteering in the community. So, so look out, uh, poor Orlando, I'm coming to help you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm I'm probably gonna uh, kind of mirror what what Lance kind of talked about and I, I kind of, uh, in next year will be me taking a big picture. Look at my life, um, kind of year. Oh yeah. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to try and see if I can, you know, I, I wonder if, if, uh, I need to do activities to force myself to change my perspective in life and so that yes. i will be much more um i guess outward facing is is the right the right way to put it like so that i don't really think about things that would improve 
you know, me, but improve other people's lives. Oh, you want to come uh, with me to my stuff? Yeah. So it'd be, that's what I'm saying, the volunteering and stuff like that. All right. I'll, I'll uh, put you on the text list. Yeah. And so that would be, that would probably be a, uh, an actionable thing that I can, I can do towards that. Do you have any particular cause that you're more passionate about than, than another? No, I, I used to volunteer when I was younger and I, it never really was like resonated with me. I just kind of did it because I was like, you know, I guess I'll try to be a better person. I bet you'd be a good Habitat for Humanity guy. Uh, yeah, that was actually one of the Something ones I was, hands, you know? yeah. I was thinking about doing. I wonder uh, if there's some type of service where you can like go to old ladies' houses and reach things on their shelves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there is the Meals on Wheels thing. Uh, there was one that I thought was kind of interesting. I remember hearing about this. Um, it was a... Uh, this was a Tom and Dan uh, charity where what they would do is hello Orlando podcast. Yeah, it probably the Orlando podcast, right? The other, the other Orlando podcast. <laughs> the other. Um, but uh, what they would do is they would try to get uh, homeless people and people, uh, I guess that are indentured or something like that. ID. That's the word. What, what's a? It's fine. Go on. <laughs> what's a, what is the word then? Like people who who like unable to really take care of themselves and stuff like that. Mm, I think the word is uh, not indentured. It is <laughs> well, essentially, if if you're in such a bad state in life that you don't have your identification, it causes a rippling effect where you can't get this mm-hmm. menial mm-hmm. services. And so I thought that was kind of a neat little thing that I never even thought about. So the habitat, indigent. something like that, indigent. Yes, not indi- <laughs> indentured is. It's like, it's like three quarters of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so that'd probably be the big thing. Other than that, uh, typical lose weight, you know, time, Fast. obviously time management. You know, it's so, so having lost a whole bunch of weight, I'm just like, the answer is fasting. Like I did it. And like, whenever I just see eat, somebody eat a little less, yeah, yeah, I'm healthy. Really, eat, yeah. eat less. I'm just like, man, like, whenever somebody says they want to lose weight, I'm like, Hey, the answer is fasting. I found it. Um, and it's quick. It's fast. It's relatively fast. Yeah. It's, 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 well, it's uh, not that ma- major of a lifestyle change. Which is the good thing about it, kind of. Yeah, yeah I still do it. Yeah. Even so, like, uh, I mean, it's interesting. It's not like a easy, 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 like, cure-all thing or whatever, but I, I mean, it worked for me. It's the yeah. thing. It was like, I did it. It wasn't that, that hard. It worked for me really well. So then I just want to evangelize for it. Like, I'm, I'm one of these psychos who's like, drink acai berries. It's good for you. I'm right with you, man. <laughs> or like a Scientologist, right? Like, I, I understand John Travolta. I'm super tangent. I understand <laughs> John Travolta being a Scientologist because he was a poor actor. He was about to go back to wherever he's from because he couldn't make it in Hollywood. Then he went to a Scientology meeting on Tuesday. And then he got, like, uh, uh, Hollywood Saturday Night Fever on Saturday after he went to the Scientology people. So I'm like, you can't tell t- t- uh, John Travolta that Scientology doesn't work because it worked for him. And now he's a, he owns a jet. Mm-hmm. So like, it's crazy clearly, but like I get why he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so like it worked for me. So I say you should fast and then soon you own a jet too. Okay. <laughs> I'll right. lose a jet worth of weight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right. So Johnny. So, yeah. So I think for me, one of my goals next year, I think it's going to be more sustainability. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I, I know somebody who can help you with that. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I bought my dad like years ago one of those uh, co- uh, composters mm-hmm. that I never uses. So I'm going to take that, and that'll be a, a starting point as far as uh, uh, more um, uh, uh, consciously and taking care of uh, you know waste w- uh, food 
and stuff. Instead of just throwing it in the trash, I can throw it in the composters and uh, make some use out of it. So here's a PSA, a thing that I learned after I uh, became involved with uh, uh, the, env- the environmental movement a little bit closer. For recycling, like um, the things you put in the recycling bin should be clean, very clean. So like if it's a, uh, I think you should probably not put like peanut butter bottle in the recycling mm-hmm. because it takes it takes it would take less water for you to wash all your stuff before you put it in your recycling than it takes for it to be cleaned at the recycling plant. Oh. Well, that's yeah. why you throw it in the ocean and then the ocean <laughs> washes it. Yeah, the salt water really cleanses it. And then the, the fish, the, the, the baby turtle lick it clean. <laughs> yeah. And then you just, yeah, it goes to the trash island and then that's where they pick everything up. Bada bing, bada bing. And yeah, then you created wild. a new, yeah. So you should be cleaning your recycling before you put it in the recycling. You, you, you would do better to throw it away if it's dirty than to put it in the recycling uh, dirty. I don't know how the recycling process works, but I would thought there'd be some technology by now that doesn't have to be that clean. Yeah, I thought so too. And then I was informed by an expert that it is not the Wild. <laughs> Wild. And it sucks too, like whenever I go to... So Orlando's got a decent recycling system as best I can tell. But when I go up to, to visit my family in other states or whatever where they just throw all their crap away, it just hurts my heart so bad to just see everything, the, the trash, just like mm. bottles and cans yeah. and stuff. I'm just like, in Michigan, they give you money for your cans. I'm like, yeah. So then, way the homeless people just pick up the cans all over. So there's mm-hmm. the litter. There's litter. It's just not cans. Yeah, <laughs> it's like condoms. <laughs> that used to be a thing when when you were a kid, right? You get cans and you go. Yeah. And go. You clean. get like five cents yeah. for a, a bucket yeah. of ch- smashed aluminum or something. Like that. I would do that, and then I would go buy honey buns. <laughs> that was my yeah. childhood. <laughs> um, so I I do have a list here of the uh, top ten um, resolutions for 2020, which is probably the same for every year almost. Say lose weight, gain money. So um, I was about to say, let's, let's take turns. Turn, let's, turn weight into money. Okay. <laughs> so Lance, you guess one first. Uh, turn weight into money. <laughs> okay. So Lance says lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Okay. Let's do family feud. So don't say yeah, which is first. Exactly. So my number one, uh, new year's resolution is, it's lose weight. It's, it's lose money, gain weight. Um, I'm going to say it's one or the other. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say money. I'm gonna say money. What was it? Make money? Yeah, make make money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I'm gonna say travel more. Oh no, it's definitely lose weight. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I I know lose weight's higher than, than uh, okay. Yeah, so like you, I'm going to try to lose. <laughs> like what is that? No, uh, well, I you uh, no no I I I my official answer is uh, organize your money better. Okay, so right. Lance guess ding 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 number two. Ah, I will lose improve weight. Improve your one. finances. Right. Okay, number one's weight. Number one, weight. lose weight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Keep going. What uh, else? Spend more time with family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that might fit with number eight. Improve a relationship. Okay. 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 Right. Uh, travel. Bo. Travel. Travel more. Mm, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not in line with middle America. <laughs> talk to my parents more. Not improve. Uh, that's still improve relationship probably. Mm. Bo. Um. So money, weight. What else is there? Re- uh, read more. Uh, read more. I'm going to give you that one, Lance. I'm going to be generous. That would be number 10, setting aside time for yourself. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, resolution. What is the top resolution people make? I mean, this is tough because, yeah. yeah, I don't really do much. Clean up? It's all pretty healthy. I mean, pretty obvious stuff here. Clean. I know, right? Uh, clean. I mean, we're, our lives are so good that I'm well, just like, like, what do these yeah. normal losers need is, to do to improve their lives? We're so it, awesome. Is lose weight and exercise synonymous with each other, or is exercise a complete different? Nope, exercise, well, number three. I would say, according to Peloton, they're different. <laughs> 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 All 
All right. Number one, lose weight. Number two, improve finances. Number three, exercise. All right. Come on. Okay. I thought that Just was a couple more. A couple more. Lose weight and exercise was the same one. No, no. Peloton. <laughs> uh, uh, improve my freestyle rap game. <laughs> eat, well, eat healthier. I don't know. Yeah. Eat healthier. Number five. Jeez Louise. Both it's good. all it's all five. health stuff. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, go to the doctor. Um, uh, uh, all health stuff. Um, well, I'll give you that one too. Number six. Manage stress better. Oh. Uh, I think that's very generous. Manage <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, stress better. Um, uh, be better at job. Get, get mm. promotion. Number four, get a new job. Hey, ah, you there got you it. Go. Okay. All right. We got uh, number four, get a new job. Number five, eat healthier. Number six, manage stress better. We need number seven. Number seven is to mm. start a YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, okay. um, I want to say maybe learn more. Is that some type of way? Number seven is smoke more. Smoke, <laughs> smoke weed every day. Quit smoking. Stop smoking. People Stop. still smoke. You know, so many people smoke. How's that? A, how, how and they is, make those resolution every year, though. Yeah, it's, it's a popular resolution. I'm going to stop smoking. I now. didn't think there was enough people to yeah. make the top ten for resolution. If you look around in people's yeah. cars, people are still smoking yes. all the time, and it's just yes. nobody in our group does it. So you kind of think yeah. that forget it's a thing, but it's still yeah. popular. That's great. Yeah. That's funny. Number eight was improve relationship. Number ten was set aside time for yourself. And number nine, drink less. No. <laughs> No. Um, Stop <laughs> procrastinating. Ah, yes, yeah. oh, that's, procrastinating. Yeah, okay. that's a good way to kill time. So there you go, the top ten resolutions. That's time management, the one I said, I didn't. <laughs> 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 I didn't say it was like anything anybody else's. All right, good job, Johnny. All right, well, um, hopefully you got some ideas there, and uh, look forward to uh, chatting with y'all and hearing about your uh, twenty twenty resolution. The end of a day era. We'll be right back. Transfer of data is complete. Welcome back to the Mentos Show. I'm Bo. Lance. Johnny. And welcome to our world famous, world renowned, best in the business, pop culture uh, segment. Uh, segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last one of the decade, no what? less, my yeah. friends. Yeah. Man. So we're going to have a nice year end wrap up. Of all the best things in pop culture for 2019, and uh, maybe even for the 2010s—is that what we're calling this decade? The 2010s. All right. So, as I was doing my research as to what were the best movies of the year, uh, it occurred to me that this has been maybe not the physically longest year in history, but it has been mentally the longest year in quite some time. Mm. So as I was going through, I was like, what? That movie came out in, in mm. 2019? Good Lord. It felt like it came out five years ago. So I'm going to test you guys with a few different movies, and you tell me if it came out in 2019 calendar year, January to now, or in some other year. All right? Okay. Yep. You got the rules? Yep. All right. So did this movie come out in 2019 or not? Shazam. Yes. No. It came out in April 2019. Okay. I, I thought it came out in 2018. That's the one that got me thinking. <laughs> okay. Uh, Aquaman. Yes. No. Aquaman came out in December 2018. God dang it. <laughs> Very good, Johnny. You're, Bo, you're zero for two. Yeah. Uh, Alita Battle Angel. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Transformers Bumblebee. No. 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 I should just copy Johnny. <laughs> that's the, now that's the new rule. Oscar winner Green Book. No. Yes. No. Oh, dang. <laughs> November 2018. Yeah. It's an Oscar winner. That's, yeah. that's what it is. And uh, Into the Spider-Verse. 
Yes. No. Bo wins. Yeah. No. December 2018. December 2018 is when he came. Oh, out. I must have watched it this year though. January. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Just go see it opening Release weekend. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm going to go uh, through my top ten. I'm okay. a big fan of top ten lists. Like yeah. you rank it. I've I'm got there. several listers. So do you? Okay. I just did movies and TV shows. Yeah. Uh, I was would do books, but like my, my books are from like the tw- the twenties. <laughs> Half of them Dostoevsky or whatever the hell. Oh. Um, so uh, I'm going to go through my top 10 list of movies, reverse order, right? I'm assuming 10 to 1. All right. So for 2019, 10 to 1. Um, number 10, Anna. Which is, <laughs> yeah, which is the uh, what atomic. Ooh. It's like the Russian lady who was fighting people or whatever. Great yeah. movie. It's like the uh, low-grade version of Salt. No, it's much better than Salt. <laughs> salt Don't get me wrong. I like Anna. Salt, uh, salt was, was Anna... Excuse me. Salt <laughs> would kill to be what Anna was. All right, <laughs> better than Gemini Man. Man, you're really your your list range is like you're, you're, your yours surprises me too. I know it's gonna be wild, <laughs> but I'm on brand. So all right, uh, number nine, Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Number eight, Knives Out. Number seven, Terminator: Dark Fate, which is pretty good. Really above Knives Out. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it more. Even though Knives Out was really good, though. Yes. It just um. Yeah, I was waiting on it to be some crazy thing, but then it was like, no, it was just good. It's like the, the twist wasn't that big. It was just like a good story. I was like, okay, good. I'm glad you did it that way. Um, number six, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> this movie's good. Number five, Queen and Slim. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Man, it's sad. Yes. It's sad. It's uh, a. Yeah. It's a. Uh, really, didn't have a good ending, huh? No, not the necessarily ending. The ending's fine. It's yeah. the movie itself is just yeah. like, woo, woo, buddy. All right, uh, number four. John Wick 3, number 3, Captain Marvel, number 2, Spider-Man, Far From Home, and number 1, which I assume is everybody's number 1, otherwise I'm fighting you over these microphones, <laughs> Avengers Avengers Endgame. All right. Okay. Not bad. All right. So what you got, Johnny? Okay. I, uh, well, well, since you did make a list, what do you think of that? Have you even seen... How uh, many of those did you see? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how many of those I've seen. Uh, let's see. Are I we, think I saw... Vin, well, I didn't see Avengers Endgame. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, You're the one guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's more people in North Korea saw Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I've seen any of those because I didn't see Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, I didn't see... I wanted to see Knives Out, but I didn't see that. You like Knives Out. Yeah. 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 Uh, I say you should watch Knives Out before Avengers, but you should yeah. really watch Avengers. <laughs> So no, I don't think I've seen any of those movies. That's funny. Wow. Yeah. All right. This documentary on uh, how, to, how to, <laughs> exactly how to shave porcupine grinds and attend to knife knife heads. <laughs> it's all That's what I remember by knives out. <laughs> so I, I I've got uh, several small lists here. So my first uh, list of three movies is the most overhyped movies. Oh okay, good. I like right. that. Number three, the favorite. Oh, with the two, um, yeah, Emma Stone and um, uh, Rachel Weiss yeah. in that period piece thing. Ugh, yeah, bad. I saw that on an airplane, and I was like, "This yeah. won the awards." Yeah, bad. Number two, Free Solo. Uh, yeah. That thing won best uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. Oh, I the think. climbing one, right? The climbing one. Yeah, yeah it's overhyped. Man. Yeah, if you didn't I like watched it, it and it was like, bah. "That's it's right up your alley." I definitely yeah. shouldn't wouldn't like it. Number one, at least for me, Wandering Earth. This is that big budget Chinese movie. Uh, oh. That was released on Netflix about how in this future they strapped on like tons of thrusters on the Earth to move it out of the orbit. You know, it's a horrible movie. Oh, really? Because that's I'm excited to watch it. So don't. Mm, I think I will. 
but I'm going to watch it with low expectations. Yes, now. there you go. There and you go. I'm going to love it. And you're still going to be disappointed. And I'm going to tell everybody how great it is <laughs> and throw them all off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, top five worth watching movies. Uh, worth watching. Worth watching. Number five. I just finished this. So five is the worst of the, of the best. Uh, they're all worth watching, but number one is definitely the most worth watching. Okay, okay. Yes, the worst of the oh, best. Oh, uh, I should caveat. Last year, I watched a total of 81 movies. Oh, wow. This year, I watched a total so far of 82, and it's still a couple more to go before the year's out. Man, I so, wish I, 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 I had, get had the foresight to document it. Go on. So, number five, worth watching movies, A Marriage Story. Just released on Netflix, Adam Driver, Scarlett yep. Johansson. It uh, documents the breakup of a marriage. Mm-hmm. So, very uh, good acting. I think it got nominated maybe a few times. So Okay, so Adam Driver's a good actor. Yes. I like I like Adam Driver. I like him, and I'm. I think he. I thought yeah. he had potential to be a good actor, and I guess now he's learned, leaning into being a good actor. I think so. All right, cool. Number four, Good Boys. That about dogs? No, 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 that's, no, that's uh, the, the bad kids movie. Yeah, I saw that. I saw I saw Good Boys on the the list of like box office movies, and I was yeah. like, it's about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the Good fun. Boys about? It's uh, like these three uh, kids. It's super bad. Yeah, it's like super bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all it is. It's like an R-rated movie, but uh, anyways, this kid's getting into hijinks and such. Okay. Number three, eighth grade. Oh yeah, yeah. I Solid heard. movie talking about what is, what is life for a girl in eighth grade and all the struggles that uh, uh, goes with that. Number two, Shadow of the Moon, a Netflix movie. Nah, it's a that's what a, Wondering Earth wanted to be, huh? Uh, it's a totally different premise, but Shadow of the Moon had a much more of a better twisty plot. It's like a whodunit murder thing. Oh, I was but with werewolves. Little, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number one, I found very insightful was Fire, about the Fire Festival. <laughs> That's so, the number one. <laughs> worth watching. Man. You Wait, watch which, which one? Though the two of them. Yeah, uh, Netflix one. Okay. Yeah. Wow, number yeah. one. That's that's yeah. funny. I'm just saying because it's like such a surprising what you get out of it. It's like, oh man, that's that's wild. Okay, so both thing was going on between Bo and Johnny. You two got me thinking. So the, okay, yeah. so it's a movie, right? Your astronauts going to the moon. Yep. And then you find out that your co-astronaut. Werewolf. <laughs> and he's like on the moon, so he wolfs out the whole time. He can't unwolf. <laughs> it's called no unwolfing. No unwolfing. <laughs> no unwolfing. Shadow of the unwolfing. Which could also be a dog movie. But anyways. All right. I get one more list here. So most pleasantly surprised list. Okay. Yeah. Number five, I Am Mother on Netflix. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That generated a lot of good conversation with the, uh, with the post-movie crowd. About what it meant and what happened and so forth. Number four, Someone Great, also on Netflix. Mm-hmm. This is a rom-com movie. Uh, Feel-good movie at the end of the day. Number three, Always Be My Maybe. I was going to say, that, that should be on this list, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another rom-com, good good uh, cameo from uh, Keanu Reeves on that one. I'm Number- here to date your girlfriend. <laughs> I'm Keanu. <laughs> Number that's a, two. That's pretty good, Keanu. <laughs> Number two, Lance, my fight man. This one here, uh, mystery murder. Uh, I don't think. Oh wait, with uh, Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. You know, they're making a sequel. Somewhere along the line, I stopped liking Adam Sandler yeah. because Me I too. I like Adam Sandler a lot. I like Zohan. Yeah, <laughs> I like Little Nicky. So I don't know wh- why I have this thing in my mind where I don't like him because I like Adam Sandler. I think you're fine, but try this one out. It, yeah. it, it brings you back. Okay, so he's got a serious role coming yes. out soon. So are you on the Adam Sandler train no. enough to watch this? <laughs> 
No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Well, I like him in his serious roles. <laughs> yeah. I like all his movies. I don't know why I'm pretending like I don't like his Netflix movies because I like even his worst studio movies. <laughs> well, did you see what is it? What's the one that was like based on the Hateful Eight? Nah, I haven't watched any of his Netflix movies yeah. for some reason. Like, uh, I couldn't watch it when he got yeah. to Netflix. I stopped, but it's like if you go through, I like way more of Adam Sandler's movies than the average person. Yeah. Like, like I said, Little Little Nicky, Waterboy is one of my favorites. Like, um. Those were classics back then. Yeah, yeah. even the terrorist ends. I like the one where he was a a, com- a comedian or whatever. Oh so. yeah, that but you, he wasn't the one. Did you like the one where he was his own twin sister? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said I like those movies. Yeah. I don't know why I stopped when he got to Netflix. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, and the number one most surprising surprise into the Spider Verse. You know, I was wondering. I was going to put that on my pleasantly surprised list, but I was like, it doesn't really go there because it's a superhero movie. Yeah. But it really did punch above its weight, yes. even though it's. A heavy hitter because it's spider-man but it's spider-man but i see what anime, you're going yeah. with there yeah yeah okay so finally my top five movies for 2019 and number five I'm a little bit copying on because i'm combining two movies the king on netflix as well as mary queen of scots so they're both kind of like that period piece uh, but uh, a, a kind of like a, a fictional biography on a um, real character so very well done both movies check it out very well acted out number i seem f- to recall you saying that the movie was slow when you talked about it on the on the actual segment. Yes, it is slow, so you gotta be in the mood for it. You know, it's slow like but good. Slow but good. It's like a Western sometimes. Slow Westerns but. are slow, but they're good. It's like a good movie to watch at double speed. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Knives Out. Number three, The Shadow. The Shadow? What's that? The Shadow. This is a uh, Chinese uh, movie with subtitles. Uh, recently saw this on Netflix. Uh, beautifully shot. Looks amazing. Send me this list. I will. Um, so definitely check that. And the plot was fantastic too. So the idea is there's this um, general in the old uh, Chinese emperor type days, and long time ago they uh, he found a person that looked like him, so he raised that person as his shadow. Uh-huh. So in case the day ever came that he would need a body double to scan in for him, and the day did come. So this movie is about the shadow and how the uh, shadow. Hey, buddy, you want to uh, make a couple bucks and die eventually? <laughs> <laughs> but the person, but the, the the shadow was like some sort of homeless person that was struggling, anyways. So oh. I was like, hey, come, I'll feed you, I'll house you, and everything. All you gotta do is stand in for me. I'm saying, one three knots in the cot, and one day take an arrow to the face, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but maybe not. Yeah, but so, probably. <laughs> yeah. So you did tell me about this, this yes. movie, and I went and looked it up. Yeah, and. It was uh, a basically, it was a completely different movie that I that I came up with or that that popped up, and it was um it was a like a, a black action uh, movie from like South Africa, like Nigeria or something <laughs> like that. Go on, and where the the main protagonist couldn't feel any pain, and oh. so he was sent in to do a bunch of dirty work because he would get the job done because. He he would just go in and do stuff because yeah he could just fight through the pain. Like and kick- so there's like one scene yeah like kind of like kick ass where he gets like stabbed through the leg with a fork yeah and then he like shoots the guy. Wait, did you watch this whole movie or did you watch the trailer? Just the trailer. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, I wouldn't be surprised either way. The whole movie. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, I was like, I didn't I didn't think Johnny thought I liked this type of movie. So <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. You know? So check out this one. Yeah. Man. Okay. Uh, number two, Don Wall. So this is the movie that Free Solo should have been. So Don Wall is also about a uh, a climber, mountain uh, uh, rock climbing. Scripted? Um, no, it's uh, like a biography. Oh, okay. 
So, but his life story was way more interesting than the free solo dudes. Hmm. So definitely check this one out. Um, got to the point where he actually got kidnapped by terrorists while he was climbing in another country. I think I've heard about this guy. Right. He was there for no. This is not a different guy. Yeah, it's it's just wild. And then of course number one, Avengers. Okay. Good job. Well, this list doesn't uh, offend me quite as much as your uh, list from last yeah. year did. I remember being offended <laughs> <laughs> your list from last year. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, oh, so I did... Um, oh, wait. Crap. I lost my... my I did, also did the top 10 TV shows of the year, um, both my personal choices and also the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, oh, wait. Is this a separate email? Oh, actually, so I also did Best Movies of the Decade. Mm. And well, actually, I started doing it, and then it was just all the Marvel movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> watch the Marvel movies. It was like Marvel movie, Marvel movie, Marvel movie, uh, Fast and Furious movie, Marvel movie, Marvel movies. <laughs> so, look out for that. Uh, okay, and the, the best TV shows of 2019. This is uh, my list, mm-hmm. and then I also have the Rotten Tomatoes list. So, I'll go quick here. Uh, number 10, Stranger Things. Number 9, Game of Thrones. Fight Me. Number 8, Watchmen. Even though I've only seen two episodes. Uh, number seven, Killing Eve. Number mm-hmm. six, what? Barry. Number five, Russian Doll. Number four, Chernobyl. Number three, Veep. Number two, Orange is the New Black. And number one, The Boys. Really? Wow. Chernobyl should be number one, but The Boys that's wins. a wild list. Yeah, the I mean bo- the Boys is the Boys is good, but it was such a surprise that like uh yeah. Yeah. That it, I, I rank it number one because it was it came out of nowhere and it blew me away. Right. Chernobyl. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is your list. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why okay. I said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you thought it was uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, for a second there, I was like, wait a second, people really think that's the no on the Rotten Tomatoes list. Game of Thrones. I don't even remember seeing it. <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds about right. <laughs> but not not really. I mean, it's so, still Game of Thrones. Russian Doll. Russian Doll was high on everybody's list. Yeah, I tried yeah. watching that like halfway through, not not just one or two, but several episodes, I think. And I was like, "Why is everybody all about this show?" I think it won an Emmy. Russian Doll's great. Yep. Yeah, I like that actress too. So Natasha Leon. So like you said, Orange is the New Black and Russian Doll are both in my, you know, top five, both featuring her heavily. All right, so um, I'll do the Rotten Tomatoes top ten. Uh, number ten, Broad City. Number nine, A Discovery of Witches. Never heard of it. Number eight, Dark. Number seven, Bojack Horseman. Number six, yep. One Day at a Time. You know, Bojack Horseman, I try to watch it. It's fine. Everybody loves Bojack Horseman. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite shows. <laughs> it does not yeah. click for me. I, I'm going to watch it, though. Like, that is my, I'm going to sit down and watch I, it. If it doesn't click with you, it doesn't click with I you. I think, I'm, you know, Veep didn't click for me at first, and then I forced myself, forced it on myself, and I love it now. So I think, you know, there's wisdom yeah. in the masses to some point, to some extent. Uh, number six, One Day at a Time. Number five, Tuca and Birdie. Number four, Better Things. Number Wait, oh yeah, it's not your. This is this is Tuca I, and Birdie on yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's basically BoJack Horseman, but with birds. Well, I did. I like BoJack Horseman and Tuca and Birdie. I thought was terrible. Yeah, so. never heard these shows. It's Tuca and Birdie. It got canceled. Um, it's a. <laughs> uh, that was a great show then. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's good shows that get canceled. Underground is a show yeah. that I think is great that got canceled that I should have watched and it was on. Um, I can't even describe it. It's basically BoJack Horseman, but for girls. I wouldn't even say it's BoJack Horseman for girls. It was just, it was basically like two girls in their early twenties. It was kind of like Broad City. Yeah, there you go. Broad it's, City and BoJack Horseman had a uh, egg and then hatched into yeah, Duke sure. and Birdie. <laughs> you describe one show with another show. I don't know. So yeah, yeah. Oh, Broad City's good. I like oh, Broad City. 
you you sound like what I was like. Yeah. <laughs> during y'all's list, like, oh, okay, this is our top movies. Like, I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> so. I mean, Hobbs. Yeah. I mean, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure out what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, number two, Undone. Bo's favorite. Yeah, that's and, definitely that's definitely on my top like top five. Okay. And number one, Fleabag, another show that everybody swears up and down is great. Yeah. That I need to get around to watching. Uh, right. Well, uh, real quick, talking about shows that uh, we'll force upon ourselves. Um, I just heard about the reviews for season four of The Expanse. I keep hearing The Expanse is great. Yeah. But you watched The Expanse, right? No. Oh. I watched like two or three episodes of the very first season, couldn't get into it, so I dropped it. And then ever since then, the reviews for these uh, seasons have been gotten better and better. They're saying season four is one of the best reviewed out there this year. Yeah. All I see is good things about yeah. the expanse, Johnny, so, and well, it's right up your alley. Well, I did say so. That was one of the first books I read was Leviathan Wakes, which is what the expanse is based off of. I'm glad they changed the name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they, you know, the uh, what is it? Um, I think the first season doesn't even go through the whole entire first book, um, but it gets, I think, most of the way through it. And I thought the book was actually it's one of the best books of best sci-fi books in the past. There you seven go. Years. There you go, Johnny. The yeah. Leviathan. Yeah, Leviathan Wakes. Sure. But but the thing though is like when I read it, it actually like starting off, it wasn't all that good, but as it ended, it was a I thought it was a pretty satisfying end. And there's a second and third book in that series. Hmm. But and you read this when? I want to say five years ago. So unrelated to the show, huh? Yeah, it was this 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 was one of the first sci fi books that it was a Hugo Award winner in like two thousand thirteen okay, yeah, Hugo Awards, good to go through. Yeah. Check there that out for twenty nineteen. The Hugo's right. for twenty nineteen. All right, uh Johnny, you got anything? That's it for me. Bo? Uh no. I think uh some of the shows that I would recommend are of the last past year you have already talked about. And I didn't put together a list, but that's okay. All right, watch Primal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Primal, yeah. Yeah, which I do watch and yeah. it is good. All right, so uh, thank you all for being with us for another full year of Hoontowing. We really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, we appreciate you when you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and when you check us out at patreon.com slash Show. We appreciate any feedback you can leave us, and we really just appreciate you being with us and uh, get, you know giving us an audience for, uh, for doing what we like to do here. So signing off for 2019, I intend to put out a best-of show sometime uh either on or before the new year to kind of wrap up what we did here for the last year for you, our esteemed listeners. Uh, so for the Junto show in 2019, signing off, Lance, Johnny, and Bo. See you in 2020. Bye.